Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Traveling Hoopers. I am your host, the f- in, I don't know, I'm just not attached to my body right now, okay? So we're just getting the voice. Uh, <clears throat> and in front of me are my two best friends in the world, Calvin McGowan and Philip Dixon. Guys, go ahead and let the people hear your name. Uh, once again, everybody, I'm Calvin McGowan. It's a pleasure to be here as always. And I am Philip Dixon, a.k.a. Mr. Rotel Man. Hold on. And it's, uh... <laughs> no, it's good to be here, y'all. Make an ASMR, big dog. Just make an ASMR. <laughs> you know how gross I'd be, be to be eating Rotel on ASMR? No, that's actually... Somebody would watch that. To me, man. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably tune in for, like, five seconds, to be honest with you. Just because people watch it don't mean... Your mouth open, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> Whoa! Um, just, just <laughs> oh, really basketball. basketball. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Hey, before we get to the basketball talk, let's go ahead and talk about Calvin. How he just did his best news anchor impersonation <laughs> with his intro. <laughs> I've never heard you that lively before during the intro, man. Why y'all always trying me like that? You see me trying to merge. Sorry, guys. A problem's up here responsible. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who this man talking to? No, but like, I think Calvin's a little more lively because he ain't got to look at your face. I, I mean, I'm also not tired for once. Yeah. So there's that. Congratulations. Proud of you for getting some sleep. We'll talk about oh, who said later. who said I got Back? sleep? I just. <laughs> We're not gonna we're not gonna talk about your drug uses. Let's go ahead and push forward. This is a friendly family show. Family friendly show. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it, dog. I'm a little rusty. I gotta put chapstick on. I'm gonna go ahead and give y'all the top so we can get up out of here. Oh, so we're what? in the middle of oh, talking right about Shut up. Middle <laughs> talking about the Shannon Sharp versus the LA Lakers fight that really should have mm-hmm. happened. Like, I mean, you say it's like, like I said, like it was just like, cause I, like I skipped, like I, I don't pay attention to halftime too much. Like I was looking at something else, don't even remember what, come back. And they're like, oh yeah, Shannon Sharp and the Grizzlies got into it during halftime. And it's just, the mo- it was like the most random thing. See, <laughs> here's my thing Shannon Sharp played in the NFL when the NFL was hiding, like, CTE results from people, and, like, <laughs> like, like, Shannon Sharp is, like, old-school NFL, and he's not old, and he's often working out on, like, Instagram and stuff, you can, like, he, like, he posts that kind of stuff. Outside of Steven Adams, they're all dead. Like, <laughs> like if you can't go, I mean, we've seen LeBron do a squat. If you can't move LeBron the court, you're not moving Shannon Sharp anywhere. That's a big, big man. So, I found it hilarious that Shannon Sharp was, like, after all this. I'm sure he, you know, apologized today or on this little show, whatever. But at the time, he was about it. By the way. Yeah, but at that time, he was about it. And literally, outside of Steven Adams, I'm like, what is John Moran's dad going to do? First of all. Why John Moran's dad pulling up like he on the block? Like, <laughs> John, Morant, John Morant has that kind of dad that was the most annoying kind of dad when I was in high school playing or 
whatever it is, who they sons the best, they sons this, they sons that. But at least John Morant is like justified in being like a good player. But like, when's the last time we saw a parent act out like this in the NBA game? We look. LeVar Ball. Every, say it again. LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball. When he's LeVar Ball, when he's on court, he sits there. When the game's going on, he sits there. He claps. You know, Lonzo's first years, you would see him do a little one of these, you know, whatever. You know, fist raise, a little fist bump. That's it, though. John Morant's dad is always in something while the game's actually going on. Like, I don't know. Every time I see him, he's he's pretty chill. Like, he's not, he's like, he's not, like, starting anything. He's just hyped no, or whatever. he's not starting anything. I just don't like NBA parents. Like, <laughs> when is the last example... Because honestly, I think LeVar Ball is the best example. But when is the last example of just like a in the public eye great NBA parent? Is it Kevin Durant's mom? I mean, yeah. here's the thing: none of like most of them aren't in the public eye like that. I mean, but the ones who are though. Yeah. Before that, it was Le- LeBron mom. But LeBron Ball Wallin. <laughs> Hello. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but the Delonte West. Very entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's true or not. Allegedly, allegedly, LeBron's mom was off the wall a little bit. But like Kevin Durant's mom, her biggest moment was, you know, my mom's a real MVP or whatever. Kevin Durant's uh, MVP, yeah. right? Like that's like her horror moment. And I know she's at the games every so often because like we are of the years to where she was on the TV all the time when he was in Oklahoma City. So yeah. I know what she looks like. Even when the TV camera isn't like purposely going and being pointed towards her, mm-hmm. but like, I don't want to know what John Moran's dad looked like. I don't need to know what he looked like. I don't need to know what Lavar Ball looked like. I'm like, let y'all kids play and then move. Like, why y'all riding these coattails to to stardom? They're just like the media. You're okay with the moms out here, but no love for the dads. These niggas doing too much. <laughs> what's job? What what's Jaws dad even do? Fucking up the shit is sharp. I mean, like if that's the only thing, is he really doing too much on the whole? Though I don't know why I know what he looks like. I, I'm I, not from Memphis. I don't know why either. Hey, that's a close family. That's the son of a close family. I think Listen. that's the that might be the issue. We don't every time. A superstar is close with their family. We eventually see the parents. Like, Dallas on your card, I get it. That was a specific example. Because he played in the league. Who is all locked? That was their shit. Listen. I think... It's going to be the same thing with Bronny. This, no, those aren't comparable, but it's all good. Um, because John Morant's dad didn't do nothing besides have John Morant and coach him up to get to the level where he is. But he not a former NBA player himself. LeVar Ball wasn't either. And LeVar Ball had uh, himself, somehow he had himself and his kids on Monday Night Raw. Like, 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 like some, of these, some of these dudes must be doing a little too much. I understand the benefit of it, but they also be doing too much. Whatever. I just don't love the idea that I know what these athletes' families look like more than, like, some politicians. Some people that well, actually, I mean, let's be real. You I pay more attention to the athletes than you pay to the politicians. I mean, look, look listen. But I, I don't, though. I'm a history professor. I, I pay attention to these politicians. But I don't go out of my... Okay, so this is for example. 
in Kansas City, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Kansas City Chiefs, really big deal, especially with the Super Bowl coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Patrick Mahomes, starting quarterback, superstar. I don't. I know what his wife looks like. I know what his little brother looks like. I see them out. I should not know that's who they are. Well, you're not important. Your 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 husband, your brother. That man is the quarterback. Why do I need to know what his entire family? I, mean, I don't follow them on nothing. I don't follow them on his anything. His dad played baseball. I, and and that's, that's why I didn't mention his dad. I'm okay with knowing what his dad looks like. I don't need to know what everybody else looks like. And I think for athletes, that's what all my thing is. John Morant, uh, LeVar, and I, and I feel like LeVar, you know, he felt like he had to be in the public mm-hmm. eye for marketing reasons for big baller brands. He was basically their promoter. Yeah, and he, he's what? a big baller brand, right? Mm-hmm. Does John Morant have a big baller brand? No. So why do I, do, why do I know what this nigga look like? He got a uh, signature shoe. His, his dad, dad right across the street from him. He's a what? I mean, his dad put him through the workouts. I mean, but also, like, if if, a, if if folks are gonna be close to their family, like logically speaking, at some point. Like the media is gonna look at this dude, and he's gonna be around the people he cares about, or something. What other like, NBA dads? Do we know? What other NBA parents do we know? Cur- cur- currently, in NBA. Currently, in the NBA. Philip, I got I got something for you. Okay. I think you gotta get used to the uh to the NBA parent. With these kids coming in the league, younger and younger, and if there's a chance that um the high school thing gets waived. You got to get used to NBA parents, man. We're going to have to get used to NBA parents. Think about, like, when they start getting more and more visible with NBA parents as the league got younger and younger. I think this is going to be a more normal phenomenon, and we can think about LeVar Ball being the pioneer for this. See, I'm fine with NBA parents, though. Remember, we are of the generation of LeBron's mom, Kevin Durant's mom, even with LeVar Ball, I was fine because I understand the – I understood the uh, promotional aspects of it, right? The market. You're not used to seeing it in daddy, bro. That's the, Yo, the difference. I, I just said LeVar. I've seen it in mom. I just said yeah. LeVar. But LeVar, when game time was going on, name me one time where LeVar almost came to scuffles because his son got into something. I mean, so we're just including NBA, right? Because we could go back to high school and AAU days. He got exactly. That's not good though. In in the high school AAU days, that is a recent phenomenon. That is not through basketball history. You know what I mean? Like you, Alan. You work at a is lot. It, of, Alan, you work at a lot of uh, uh, AAU events. Yes. Parents are ignorant. Because AAU allows the parents, unfortunately, it gives them enough leeway to be ignorant if they so choose. That mentality is going to make its way, is making its way into the NBA of just like parents doing too much. That's not a good thing. Now, well, you're a year removed from AAU events. Of course, they're acting the same exact way. Yeah, with money. Listen, <laughs> but also, I'm not saying they are the same way. I'm saying John Moran's dad just need to chill out. And, like, I, I know he's a 
I know he's, I know he's like a big deal and his son loves him and whatever it is. But I don't care about, I don't care about John Morant's dad. I care about John Morant. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't feel like it's a hard concept to, to grasp. But, like, I don't know. Like, I just hate when parents be doing too much in sporting events that the kids are involved with, not them. Like, in fairness, though, right, we can say Ja's dad did too much. But, like, the Shannon Sharp thing wasn't, like, a normal sporting event thing. It's not like he got into it with a ref or something. But, like, so he told Bang that he was too small for LeBron. Bang said, Brooks. or Brooks said, shut the F up. He said, shut the F up back. And all of a sudden, everybody else got involved. But why the crowd get involved? <laughs> what? Yeah. You think I it it was I don't know. It was it was strange for a while. I'm like, yeah, Shannon Sharp got into it with the Grizzlies, and it's just what? And I listen. The Grizzlies is fun to watch. They won't win nothing, but they're fun to watch. Oh no, no, no offense, Kyle. <laughs> offense slightly hey, taken, going. mostly just like to be fair, right? I don't. Like, if you were to tell me, be like, oh, who's going to win the title? I would say the Celtics. And I would say the Celtics, beca- not because the Grizzlies aren't good enough, but the Grizzlies are too young. Right? right. And, right, when I went and looked through basketball history, with pretty much without exception, when dudes got their first ring, they were either 27, they, they were either about 27 years old, give or take, or, or like 27 or older, uh, again, give or take, right? Um, or they had a dude about that age who was, or, or like, a, or like, like, a, they had a dude about that age who was, you know, basically like another future Hall of Famer or whatever on the team, right? right. And as far as I can, like, nobody that I can tell is an exception to this. Right, Kobe is not an exception to this. Jordan is not an exception to this. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is not an exception to this. But can, uh, but in your opinion, in your opinion, this year, mm-hmm. just want to see, mm-hmm. is Memphis better than the Nuggets? Because the Celtics are in the East, right? And I think the Celtics are the best, right? Mm-hmm. I think the Celtics are the best. I think it's going to be Celtics, Philadelphia. Eastern Conference Finals. But in the West, I don't even think of they're better than the Nuggets. And, and I don't love the Nuggets because, whatever, personal bias. I don't love the Nuggets. Oh, no. We can talk about the Nuggets later. Trust me. I do not like okay. the Nuggets. We'll talk about the Nuggets later, later on. But, Calvin, in your opinion, do you think they're better than them? Um, I'm... If I'm honest, I'm not sure. Like I think, I think they can get them in a seven-game series. Whether or not they will is a very much a different question, right? Like you can look and see, you know, the Grizzlies are a young team, and I think regardless of the talent level, there's no real getting around that, right? That means, you know, points of being inconsistent. Um, that means. Right, not necess- not not always playing to the level that you can play at. Like, for example, the Phoenix game, that first half was awful. The second half was not 
but it was not quite good enough to make up for the hole they dug themselves in. Um, also, right. the officiating got kind of weird there at the end. Um, but that's a separate thing. Um, and, like, the thing is, what I like about... what One of the things I like about the Grizzlies is that they're deep and that the bench players don't play the same way that the starters do. From a coaching standpoint, when the playoffs come around, that gives Jenkins a lot of options. Okay. Right? That helps with matchups. But, again... Like, dudes need to be consistent. They need to play to to the best of their abilities consistently. And they don't always do that. None of them always do that. Um, right? Ja doesn't always play the, like play his best. Bane doesn't always play his best. Brooks, the most pol- arguably the most polarizing dude in the league at the moment, doesn't always play his best. Um, and, like, you... And, like, in a seven-game series, particularly against, like, the Nuggets, for example, you can't afford to have stretches like that. Mm. Um, and, like, that's more why, like, and, like, that would be my hesitation with, like, oh, right, they'll make it to the finals or make it to, or, like, they'll, they'll get, you know, they'll get rings this year. They're yeah. just young. And the, and the only way to get around that is to get older. Basically, like that makes sense. Yeah, that makes that yeah that makes that, that makes sense. Um, I don't know. I'm just like, is their team constructed well enough to be able to beat a team with top tier talent like the ones in the East and one with Jokic? Um, and I think they could beat the Warriors this year. I think they're going to beat Portland this year. I think they're one of the best teams in the West, but I'm not sure they're the best team in the West. And I just want to, I don't know. The, I, I, it's, it's hard to gauge this team, especially when the playoffs come. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, we saw what they did last year without Morant. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see how they're going to do this year. And if, if, they take a, if they take a step forward or a step back. No, I think they can take a step forward or stay the same level, I guess, with Morant hopefully healthy. The entire time. I, I just I, I just need everybody to stop taking pull up threes. I so mean everybody. Stop, so stop the NBA. Well, <laughs> look at it. These I mean, look, I mean the Grizzlies in particular. Oh, uh, I would say it's just bad basketball, and I feel like because like, uh, Ja does it, he doesn't really hit those. Brooks does it, he doesn't really hit those. Tyus occasionally does it, doesn't really hit those. Like. <laughs> Like, they're better off, like, getting their threes off of, you know, set shots and things. For all we know, Jaws' dad is in his ear. You know you can make those, right? I mean, in fairness, he was making a bunch of those early. Like, I get why, but it's just, like, he's better off the catch and shoot. Like, the entire team is better off the catch and shoot. Okay, okay. Don't blame that boy dad right now. Like... You know, that is a... uh, Top down thing from the organization. You're right. I was just trying to make a joke, you know. Um, but what are you what are you talking about with the what do you want to talk about, I guess, with uh, Nuggets out? Nuggets, yeah. Huh? Oh, that's right. Alright. So over the last two weeks, anytime I could catch a game, mainly because I get off work around like midnight, so I'm a sports reporter. 
So I try to watch a game. And lately it's been the different nights. They've won the games that I've seen them play. But each time, I'm like bored after watching the game. Like at some point, I kind of lose interest around the third quarter. Cool. <laughs> so I'm being, I'm being honest. Like everything about their game feels slow. Even fast breaks feel slow. Like it almost feels like they don't have any like pure athletes on the team. For players that you would describe as athletic, like when I see Jokic run the break, the passes are beautiful, but everything is in slow motion. Like nothing. It's like I I want to see like what their pace or like possessions per game is, because it seems like it has to be one of the lowest in the league. Because there, there's, like, no life to it. I know I like athletic teams that like get up and down, but. I'm not mad at that. I the mean. pace gross to watch. But, like, they're winning. You know, like. I'm, I'm okay with the winning. It's just not fun. Do you, did you like the Spurs back in the day? I did. You lying. No, the, the passing, the team passing. That that's what made it fun. The ball was always moving. Alan, Alan, the ball Alan. doesn't move like that in Denver. Alan, why you capping? What? Why you capping? No, I'm not capping. I'm telling you, Alan. Alan, Alan as a young kid, you were a Spurs fan. You like watching them play basketball. I Bro, I really like passing. You know this. I wasn't a Spurs fan, but that finals was some of the most beautiful basketball I have ever seen. Outside of that finals. I love passing, man. So, outside, of those, like, my, outside of those, like, my dad loves San Antonio. Outside of those, uh, like, I, like, I had to, like, grow an appreciation for them. Outside of those, like, Miami Heat, but, like, those Miami Heat years, for me, was, like, when I was, like, when the Spurs, when the Spurs were playing them, that's when I was, like, coming to my, like, my, my own, in terms of, like, basketball, like, knowledge, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. And, like, Finally starting to click, you know what I mean? And I was like, okay, this is fantastic basketball, so on and so forth. Danny Green, killing it, the whole entire thing. Uh, uh, Kawhi, so on and so forth. But pre then, I was like, man, that's so boring to watch. Because when your best player, Tim Duncan, and his best shot's a bank shot from the right side. Like, it's just not going to be nice, you know what I mean? Um, but the Nuggets, I do find, I do find Jokic boring. <laughs> like, I, that's like a player... I understand percentages wise and efficiency wise and you know all these different dynamics how dynamic of a player he is but they are boring during the bubble when they have their best run the only reason they weren't boring was because of who Jamal Murray exactly and then when Jamal Murray was out people were leaning on the excitement coming from Porter Jr right him shooting threes and being as tall as he is, and you know, well, he missed, we make, and he had a, he had a, a, a streak of threes made at some point. Like people don't lean on Jokic for fun; they're just like, oh, okay, he's efficient, really, really good. Now he's a two-time MVP, whatever. But they are boring, but they are efficient. Now they're efficient. They're, they're not efficient enough to win a championship. <laughs> they are 21st in the league in pace. I mean, 21st. That's, yeah. that, 
That sounds right. That makes that sense. Sounds right. That makes sense. And 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 that you know that that's just not their game. But when your best player is a point center, you're gonna be slow because he's inherently slow, and he's not athletic like that. He's skillful, he, and so you're taking a center who is not athletic and letting him run point guard sometimes. Yeah, your game's gonna be mad slow. That man hey, built like, It's the whole team. Like, go back. Like, watch highlights of them on a fast break. Unless Aaron Gordon is getting the ball, everybody else feels like they're jogging. They just run the lanes really precisely. I mean, I I appreciate they're not trying to use the same formula to win as everybody else. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I, 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 I at minimum appreciate that. Because everybody else's formula is. Yeah. yeah. The, the, everybody else's formula is the pull-up three, like how I mentioned earlier. And unless you're Golden State, not this year, but like last year and year before, <coughs> you're not going to win. <coughs> so at least you're trying to do something different in Denver. I mean, is it that different? Though, like, it's still the memory serves watching them play the Grizzlies a couple of weeks back. It's still kind of a heliocentric offense, right? Like, the ball is, is getting into, into Jokic's hands, and they're kind of dependent on him to create openings and stuff for everybody else. Now, he's an elite-level passer. That passing is wild. It's, it's a thing of beauty. But, like, still, like, granted... He has a better team than a lot of other, like, really heliocentric teams, right? Like, the Mavericks are struggling to be average while here, while uh, Dantich is putting up an all time season, low key. Uh, well, that's, well, I, uh, no, I don't like, do, but I don't want to do it. Listen, do all time seasons matter if your team's not winning? I, on an end, like it's, it's value, yes, yeah. But like, in the grand scheme of things, when he's retired and we talk about him in terms of, or not even retired, just now in terms of like who was the best players in the league, people keep saying Luka Doncic, and I'm like, that's not true because he's not winning, like at all. Like he, that's he, not how that works. Average. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's not really. Who cares? We held every other player up until now to that standard. Listen. No, no, no. Here's the thing. That just means he's not like, okay, if I'm going to make an all-timer list, right, You, I want to look at wins. But if we're just looking at, okay, who are the best player? I feel like best player, greatest player often get conflated, and I don't think that's necessarily the same thing. There's a lot of overlap, but I don't necessarily think it's the same thing. In terms oh, of... I want to apologize to the Dallas Mavericks. I don't mean that, that you guys suck. I just... I mean that y'all. I'm not cutting it with the other people's rosters in the West. Sorry. Yeah. I'll 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 say they suck. Yeah, the roster is not <laughs> that bad. The roster outside of him is not that bad, too. Well, like the bad, thing it's is, not good enough. Like there's like there are a lot of dudes on that roster I like individually. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work together. It, why why doesn't it work together? Listen, why did Brunson work with him? Then leave, and now he's dominating. Hey, that is Dallas's fault. I will tell you. No, that's Lucas' fault. Lucas, listen to me. Lucas plays one way. Listen, 
Luca does play one way. Whose job is it to tell people how to play? That's the coach's job. That is an organization issue. That is not a player thing. I think I hold on. They're empowering Tim to be like, you just you do everything. Think about it through history. It's kind of what they made Dirk do. Wait, hold on. Because I had this kind of thought about uh, LeBron, too, uh, at some point in his career. If you are if you are the best player on your team, bar none, right? Like, there's no argument. You are yeah. the best player on your team, and you are losing. Or not even necessarily losing. You're just not winning. Sure, the coach can take some blame on that. But the player needs to take accountability too. Like, 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 the, like the, it is the player's fault also for not changing stuff up. Now, if he's all about in Luca, so is it his fault for not changing stuff up because he's doing what his coaches tell him to do? He's working with the roster that his front office got for him, and the like, and they're working with the with the roster they have, and the front office like didn't do a good job. Sure. You gotta remember, most of these people are employees at the end of the day. Like, yeah, that's not. You can't just go to your boss's office and be like, "Hey, I'm doing accounting today," even though I've been an engineer for the past ten years. That is not a comparable. That, that's that's not, that's not comparable for what Luke is, though, right? If we're, talk, if we're talking about Tim Hardaway Jr. Upper I'm, management. Oh, we're talking about management. Mm-hmm. Listen, in my opinion, in my opinion. For years, I said LeBron needs to learn how to play off the ball if he wants to continue winning. Mm-hmm. He only won because of the bubble, period, right? Outside of uh, uh, Cleveland, right? Since he's been in L.A., the bubble is, like, the only season where he won. That's, like, an asterisk season for many different reasons, right? Uh, to me, it is because of the a mental— win is a win. No, but the, the mental fortitude that he showed, like— no one's gonna ever argue LeBron's not mentally strong. You know what I mean? So he just he was mentally stronger than everybody else in that weird scenario, and he dominated them. Okay. Now, before and after, when everybody is in a more comfortable scenario of like what they're used to, right? Crowds, um, going to the club after the game, so on and so forth. Um, LeBron has showed that they won't win unless he changes his game up. He hasn't. He's going to pass Kareem in all-time points. Didn't change his game up. Won't win. Um, Luka. I mean, he's taking a lot more threes now. That's fine. Won't win. Um, Luka um, is at a much younger pace than LeBron, right? Like, he is is younger than LeBron, point blank period. What is it, 23, 24? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Luka is not LeBron. Right when LeBron wasn't necessarily winning when he first came to the NBA, you're like, nope, it's LeBron. Do something different. He's gonna end up winning. He could play the exact same way he is, and you just put Mo Williams around him, and you put you know Big Z around him, he'll win. Luca, you can't do that with. You can't do that with, and Luca has to understand that along with the coaching staff, Jason Kidd, and so on and so forth. Everybody has to understand that. So I think, but if you're a superstar on a team, you have to be held responsible and accountable. Because if you say, "Coach, I'm going to do this," the coach is going to go, "Okay." 
unless you're Bill Jackson, Greg Popovich, unless you're one of them, that's different. But if you're Jason Kidd, who's a journeyman coach, right, hasn't been coaching that long, already coached uh, Brooklyn Nets, and he's already coached uh, the Milky Bucks, got fired from both. Sure, he's a name in the league, but he's a journeyman coach. If you're a coach like that, Luca has to say he doesn't. Simple as that. And, then, and then that's my opinion. That's my opinion. You sound like you're rooting for the coach killer. What? You sound like somebody who's rooting for the coach killer. You don't really sound... I think you're forgetting about how much pride most of these dudes have. Like, I don't think you can just be like, no, we're doing this. That is reserved for, like, certain situations. That kind of sounds like anarchy, my dude. Yeah, I don't, but we're just not let organizations gonna let that slide. Fairness, I, I feel like the, the Mavs would definitely is the kind of team that definitely would let that Luka slide. Luca is Luca at 23, and it's I it's stupid, right? Very premature, but people are already having a conversation with him as one of the as the best, if not one of the best. European players of all time. And we already know how Mark, Je- oh, how Mark Jackson, how Mark Cuban feels about European players uh-huh. in comparison to American players, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. If Lucas said something like that and did something like that, people would jump over hoops for that man. And let's not pretend that's not a whole different scenario. You, and there's only a few people. Him, I don't even know if LeBron could do it anymore, but for sure, him, Giannis, Jokic, maybe Embiid, but I'm not even sure if that's the case anymore. Right? And Tatum, maybe. Those are the only people that fit in the category that I just mentioned, but anybody else, you're 100% right on. But Luka has all control. I don't know, man. <laughs> we make no, we make it sound so easy. I, it's not. It's Luca. It's, that means Luca got to be okay with losing. I mean, look like he is. That's, he that's not game what you're I mean, he not changed his game up. So, I, or he would rather get his, he would rather get his numbers than win. Uh, that's not what you're saying. I don't. I I don't think that. No, I'm jumping too far. Well. I don't – well, just from my observation, like, I don't think it's a situation where Luca would rather get his numbers than win, but, like, if – but, like, the way the team is set up right now, just being real, like, you can look it up. If Luca doesn't put up monster numbers, they lose. Like, if he if – he, Okay, is that the system? Or is that – It's a failure of – Roster construction, like, who's supposed to be Luca's number two? Like, I get in theory, probably what Christian Wood. Like, clearly that's not working, or like there's something else with the roster that is not working because they are what right around 500, maybe just above. Hold up. And like that. And, like, the reality of the situation is they are only as good as they are because Luca is on the squad. Yeah. 
Um, and they are, what, 25 and 23 right now. Like, so, and, like, uh, I'm going to stop. I'm going to just end up ranting about the the failures of his front office to put a proper team around him. And I don't want to do that for, like, the third time this season. Well, look, for, for me, it's, for me, for me, it's simple. If you are losing, you play the exact same way you play as you're losing and don't change nothing up, then I'm taking that at face value. Right? But, like, sorry, keep going. But, like, the question, though, the assumption you're making is that changing something up would lead to better results. I mean, it's not... And at the moment, with the roster the way it is for them, I don't think it would. Well, I don't even know... Right, like, who sh- like, who should be getting more shots right now? Right, like... Well, also... Like, offensively, like, who should be getting more shots? What kind of stuff should they be running to get sure, like, the, 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 other, the other dudes going that need to get going? In basketball, I'm also consistently over the years have not been a fan. I'm I'm not a fan of the ball sticks in my hand and all the assists go through me. All the points like 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 there's no really no hockey assist. It is the it is the Chris Paul of playing basketball, right? Luca plays basketball very similar to Chris Paul. He just is a bigger stature. Um and as we can see, the only person who can play that way is LeBron and win. If you're not LeBron, the I'm going to hold the ball, get all the assists through me, shoot the ball a crazy amount of times, um, and then play somewhat defense, then that's not a, that, that's not a formula for winning basketball. And that happened, that, that is what Luka's doing. And historically... Most people can't do that and win, and that's what I'm correct. saying. That, that and that that's 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 how that's just what I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. That you know, once again, just the hockey assist, right? The assist to assist, even those kind of plays. When people go make your teammates better, that's the kind of stuff they're they're, they're they're talking about, right? That's kind of the stuff they're indicating, and that is not what he does, and that is. You know, I mean, that's just the reality of what it is. Um, and no one wins like that unless your last name is, is, is James. Literally, literally no one else. So an organization can go, okay, we're going to have an all-time... So an organization has to do one thing. They got to go, we're going to have an all-time great player, statistically, but we won't win if that's the case. They have I, to make a decision. I mean, I mean organizations have to I, make the decision. They might not even think of it in that kind of box, those kind of in, in, in those confines, but that's essentially what it is, though, right? I'm not even disagreeing. But, I just don't want to rant about the Mavericks anymore. I've done it a couple times already. Alan, it, like it just so it just kind of makes me sad. Hey, there there are middle-class organization. It's not poverty level, but it's, it's middle-class in the joint. 
Hey, it might it might even be working class if we're being honest. Who's who's poverty? You said what? Name me a poverty organization. The Knicks. Oh, Minnesota. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure. Okay. <laughs> the Knicks, Minnesota. Okay, I got you. That makes sense. I like how we have that like in the clip. <laughs> like, like, like we're thinking about organizations. It's like, yeah, there's these are bad ones. The Knicks are wealthy but atrocious. Um, and the Minnesota exists. Man, you being nice by saying that. I mean, they're like, you do have. It's crazy. You have D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, and Anthony Edwards. But, like, we still never see you on TV? Look, they produce fun. That's what they do. Every 15 or so years, they produce some fun. Uh, but at least those, those, those Kevin Garnett years kind of meant something. Fun. Not, 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 he, they had, like, one or two seasons where they, like, went to the East Conference Finals. Fun. Where Sam Cassell was on the team. And, you know, they, they had a little thing. But David Litter went to the Western Con- Conference Finals once. Who did? Damian Lillard, would you classify him as a winner, or would you classify him as fun? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't 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 forget that. It's okay, fair. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's not gonna win a lot, but he's fun. Hold he's on. Really fun. The issue is, Damian Lillard. The issue is Damian Lillard is not the same player as Aluka, meaning. Luca will drop you. Oh, we're not. We're, I'm not comparing him to Luca. I'm not comparing him to Luca. You're not, but like the scenarios are very similar. Similar. Um, I mean, they're the, basically the same situation. Yeah, I was only saying, he can't carry. Only he can't carry to the level that Luca can. But the results no, are basically the same. Refuses, Portland is refusing to put a good roster around Dane. as his yeah. entire career. Like. Like, at least, it's kind of like, we're, we're buying time or whatever. With Luca, we got time. With Luca, we got time to see if the organization will do something. In Portland, we know that they're just doing that man dirty. <laughs> like, 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 we just know. And, and like, listen. Like, Portland is Dame, a working class organization. They're real close, though. They're real close. Dame might be one of, he might be one of top two for sure, favorite players of the last 10 years, for sure, right? But they did this man so dirty. But, like, he got moments still, though, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. He got crazy So crazy does Luca. Like, you know, he don't got Dame moments. Let's not do that. Not yet. He will. He won't. He because, just got a fat step on his resume not, with that 60-20-10, bro. He won't he have... Not pointing like what thirty seconds or something like that. Like he, he got a fat stamp. That's a big one. Listen, he won't have Dane moments. Like, he to the Clippers two years in a row. That's no that's one has. Stand. No one has Dane moments. Like 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 he was saying though, Dame gives you fun. Dame gives Dame gives you game winners with like swag. Don't, don't do that. That's exactly what that is. First round of the playoffs, fun. Yes. First round of the playoffs, fun. With everything going against him, him, uh, that the organization's doing, 
it is what it like. But like once again, Dame will give you Thirty-four. Western Conference Finals. Say it again. Wait, no, no, I'm off. Second round. Say, Luca still made it to the second round, right? That's as far as he's been. Yeah. Yeah. So far. Okay. But once again, while Luca will give while Luca will get you thirty, twelve, and eleven, Daniel will give you thirty-five, seven, and six because their games are different. One plays off the ball. The other one can't. Yet, at least. Does Dane play off the ball? Dane played off the ball a lot when he had CJ. Okay. Yeah, CJ, CJ was cooking. Dane played off the ball, a, a, not a lot, but enough to where you could say he played off the ball. Luca, I don't mean, really... when CJ had the ball, CJ was cooking. He wasn't looking for Dane. It's not like Dane became a spot-up shooter or do that, but enough, like, Pin downs and stuff. I mean, he's listen. He's not gonna play him like that. He was resting most of the time. Hey, first, hey, go for him. He playing off the ball. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's still more help than Lucas got. Oh, dude. Yeah, have you seen CJ this year is cooking? Oh yeah. But like, I don't know like we're talking about two teams whose whose you know front offices have demonstrated that they're incapable of putting teams around their best players to be successful. Can you, can you can you imagine just knowing every year you're just not gonna you're just not gonna win? I how do how do we hype up Portland? Because Portland doesn't seem like a bad because of Dame. No, and I, outside of Dame, like if we're just talking about cities, that's like a that's a top ten city in the league, right? No. Have you have you been to Portland? No, but I, I heard it's beautiful. It's trash. <laughs> like Portland, I've never seen. I've never seen, yeah, as many homeless people around as I saw in Portland in my life. Wow. Oh, so it's kind of like DC. It's. I've been to DC. I've been to what's the other one? I've been to LA. Portland's worse. Like Portland, I saw what? Portland is the worst city get worse? I've been to. Where <laughs> dog? I no 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 joke no joke. Downtown driving around, line of homeless people was on the road, and I saw people dressed up going to club whatever, literally just stepping over them. Like it was disgusting. <laughs> like Portland was wild. I was like. This is probably like this is probably like eight years ago now. Yeah, it's about eight, eight years ago now. And so like it might have changed now. I doubt it, but it could have changed. Um, but you know, COVID made everything worse, bro. I know. I'll well, try to get that out. But they got like the they got the Nike factory out there, and you know they got some other stuff. But like Portland's not a great city. Um, I don't know why he feels so. He but he Dame has said he's a loyal person. Like like he feels loyalty to the organization. Yeah, he didn't have some loyalty to his himself. I mean, but I guess, I guess when you get contracts that big, that is pretty loyal to yourself. How old? How 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 old's name? Too old to be in a situation yet. Dame gonna be the next Clyde Drexler. <laughs> Honestly, I, I think there's some there's some true value in being in the face of an organization though. We don't have enough. He's thirty two. Like that? Oh, he's thirty two. That's 
don't know why I was thinking about that man 35. These boys have been in the league so long, bro. But I, I, uh, I didn't know how old he was because he came to the league older. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. But also, like, I remember his game winner against Houston. Like, I remember I was watching that game live. Um, that joke is crazy. But, like, that's young Dame, right? But, like, with him being 32, there's a lot of players that feel somewhat, quote-unquote, loyalty to organizations that haven't done nearly as much as him. Uh, the main person in my mind is Bradley Beal. Of course. And I like Bradley Beal. But sometimes I forget he's a, I forget he's a, in the league. Because yep. his team is garbage. Every year. I haven't heard anything about him this year. And then he signed that crazy con- contract to go back. I don't know. Like, I'm going to be real with you, man. $300 million, that makes me rethink into You tell me I get to be the man, and I get $300 million? But he not, but like, yeah, I, I, I get why you would do it. I get why you would sign it. But he's not even, like, Dame's the man. And if you don't pay attention to Portland, you hear Dame's name around. Yeah. You real life will forget Beal is in the league. Because the Wizards have been consistently bad. Portland has not been good, but they haven't been consistently bad. Like, they've had good years here and yeah. there. Yeah. Right? Like, they, like they, we don't have those uh, Dame moments if Portland is consistently bad. The problem is they're not consistently good. You know and, what? I just realized- Dane what? can never leave Portland. He has to stay. He's an icon. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no point in him ever leaving. Oh, Dane getting a statue. No, they, they need to name the arena after him. Portland needs to be like little, the Lillard Blazers after after he's gone. Like it's That's his organization. No, he, I get what yeah. he's doing. Never mind. I'm out. I I don't want him to leave either. I get it. Yeah, Dame is. Well, I'll go on. I'll go on a limb. The Washington Wizards will never win a championship in our lifetime. Oh no! no. I want. I want to give. I want to give them a little more hope than that. Because they also. Because they also what, didn't what win evidence, before our lifetimes either. What evidence have they given you, in their history up to now, that says that's even a possibility? Bro, you don't screw, screw evidence. Oh, it's just like, like what? <laughs> like I'm gonna be living a long time. You you gonna tell me they're gonna be out here like the what was it like the Boston Red Sox? Yes. Out here like a hundred years before they get a chip. Portland. What other long term uh, NBA team has not won a championship? Uh, Minnesota will win a championship before they did. They do. What? Phoenix hasn't won, have they? I don't think so. They've been to a few, but they haven't won. Phoenix got Devin Booker. Yeah, Phoenix has had, you know, the Devin Booker years. They had the Charles Barkley years. Phoenix will win one before Washington. Um, Portland Mm. will win before Washington. Um, They at least all of them. Washington just traded away. uh, I mean, Portland has a chip, don't they? Really? Yeah, they 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 yeah they they just traded away Rui Hachimura to the Lakers for 
Kendrick Nunn and in like three seconds. And I'm very sh- and I'm admittedly confused what that accomplishes for either they team. Boy for a pack of blacks. But at least but at least Hachimura could like you can put Hachimura on the court. I haven't seen none all year. Look. This is a picture I just saw. For what? I'm here for it. I don't get it. For what? I'm here for it. For what? Why would you well Hachimura? Also, listen, can I know he's injured. Anthony Davis. Is Anthony Davis one of the most overhyped players of all time? Yes. Here comes the AD hate train. Okay. Hey, his production is. I actually, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to let y'all talk about him this time. I no. have plenty of documentation on how I feel about that man. No, because I say that because. It was said actively enough that Anthony Davis is or has the potential to be the best player in the league. Not number five, not top ten, the best player. I he can I think never, that ship is kind of sailed at this point. But like, I wish y'all could see my face. No, but like man, it was but it, but it, at, at, like, at this point, yes, ship sailed, but for a large amount of years, it was a talking point. I mean, the thing is, I well, I'm gonna let you finish. My bad. No, you're good. Um, we had some crazy drugs in the 2010. But like, when a player like that can't the floor, but also not because uh, injuries you can't fault an individual for. Obviously, sometimes you can, but for the injuries he gets, you you can't. That's not his fault, right? That is just life, I guess. Unfortunately. But also, when he's on the floor, he has to play timid because if he doesn't play timid and goes all out, the odds of him getting hurt skyrocket. So, like, I'm, I'm like, you guys talking about this guy being, like, the talent of a generation, and now it's like, is he top – is he – I could argue he's not even a top 75 player ever. Duh. Well, one, he's not. He's not. But you don't. There's no him. reason he should have made that list. There you go. I'm glad we're on the same page with that. I, at 100, I don't care what we gotta do. I don't care if we gotta make a campaign or something. Hopefully, we will be in positions where we can have some type of say. At 100, that whole list needs to be revamped. We're making edits. Yep. Cause there ain't no mm-hmm. way, bro. Ain't no way. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm just, bro, it's crazy. You know it is. It's. Listen. Shit that don't belong. Listen, the fact that he's he's there, but Dwight Howard's not, is crazy to me. <laughs> like, like, I get, like, Dwight Howard's, like, it's fun in games, and, you know, it's fun in games to make fun of him because he's allows it. <laughs> he just does things that. Like, is easy to clown on for, but in terms of basketball productivity and basketball, just like uh, you know, just you know, skill set and whatever, that man definitely top seventy five. But now he in was he Thailand cooking? Like yeah. where, he, where he's at, he cooking, and it's hilarious because he's just because I don't even understand how I don't understand how him and Carmelo aren't in the league. 
But, like, basketball is really good at that. Like, football, you have some examples. Not really, but you have some examples. In baseball, you don't really have examples that I can think of. But, like, basketball, you, there's, like, two guys that are just really good or good enough for, for, for productivity, at least, for some team. And they're just not there. Like, in my heart, hearts, I just got to believe it's just like a, you know, I don't want to play for that team kind of scenario. Because there, there is no way. That, there's no way that Carmelo Anthony couldn't play in Minnesota right now. You know what, Melo, he can't defend nobody. Like, that is, he's going to have to play super spot. Do you know how many people in the league right now that can't defend nobody? Yeah, but we can attack Mellow. I'm if I'm a coach, if I'm a coach, we get Mellow. Dog, this isn't the Mellow that a couple years ago was like, uh, "Hey, yo, they want me off the bench." <laughs> no, this is like Mellow who came off the bench. He's like, "Okay with it." Like this is Mellow yeah, who yeah. was blackballed from the. M- that didn't make him a better defender. He just, but it made him more humble, a thousand percent. But that didn't make him a better defender. I'm no, but you don't need to, you don't, every time. You don't need to be him to be a better defender to come off the bench. He give you give you big 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, but is he going to be good enough offensively in those ten to fifteen to justify the fact that he's going to get cooked every minute he's out there? I'm getting mellow every time on a switch. It's like, hey, what are we doing? Just get mellow. Just keep going. See, I don't like this. I don't like this. I'm gonna change the conversation because I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. That make me sick. I don't like, like, <laughs> like, do I have belongs? Do I have belongs? <laughs> I forgot. Alan Dwight Howard's number one fan. Oh yeah, I'm riding. I'm riding to the wheels fall off. Listen, I had never been a bigger Dwight Howard fan until I met Alan. Now, then I thought he was joking the entire time. And then I realized after year five, it wasn't a bit. He was being dead serious. No. It's like, what are you talking about? You really like, Bro, hey, you like this man like that. Hey, I'm considering becoming a Magic fan again, my man. Like, you're running I mean, deep. Duh. The Magic is nice. I mean, the Magic is not nice. Give them, give them two, two years, they will be nice. Oh, a couple of years, the landscape will probably look years. completely different. I hope it does, because I don't like it up top. Look, if I have to watch another, I'm like Charles Barkley. If I gotta watch so, the Lakers on national TV again, I'm sick. <laughs> hey, I wanna watch the Lakers bad, man. Oh, and they don't Ooh. have much. They, they're not. There's not much, many odds of them getting better in the near future either. They don't have their num. They don't have their number one pick next year. Pelicans hey, got yeah. that. Look, they just gave away, away three. Know. They just gave away three seconds. Like they wasn't getting the, the second round picks anyway. They're they're not a good drafting friend. They're taking. For I mean, they've been decent at drafting. They just never <laughs> keep dudes. They're taking from Ronnie. Listen, no no joke. This might be one of the last to talk about. But, but I'm being. I, I want everybody's like true opinions. How many years does Bronny stay and stay in the college? Two. I, okay, look. I think he should stay two. His name will be big enough for him to be one and done. Do you know? So, with your thought process and knowing who else is in his class, do you think he'll go lottery? No, no. Doubtful. No. Hey, and I'm going to be real with you. 
I'm not high on the 2023 class like I used to be. Like, when you go look at the top five dudes, I can guarantee outside of Wagner that you guys do not know the top five in this 2023 class. When's Mikey? Do it. 2023. Mikey's not in the top. He's but in he's, 23, but he's not top yeah. five. What, 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 what is he? He's in like, the 20s, I think. 50s? I don't remember. He's like, is it, don't he's they have him like a four star? Like, they still got they still got him as a five star, but it's like a low low five star. Cause that man, I feel like that man. Nineteen, I'm like, why this? I heard about this man. I've been hearing about this man for fifteen years. He, you've been lo- hearing about him as long as you've been hearing about Ronnie. But okay, and tell me, tell me, tell me this is tell, tell me this is a a solid assessment or if I'm tripping. Both you guys. Bronny is really Bronny is good because he's had accessible accessibility to technologies and different things to hone athleticism that other kids don't have at that age, at a general sense, because that's LeBron. So as soon as they go to college, so as as they go to college and they have accessibility to a lot of these other things, and he's around people that have. You know, like they work on their basketball 24-7, 365 instead of going to geometry. That <laughs> he's gonna I'm not gonna say he's gonna be average, but he's but he's gonna be fairly close to average. Uh I give him a little bit more credit than that from what I've seen, yeah. right? Now, fairness, you are correct. He one of the advantages of your dad being an NBA player and in particular, being the best NBA player of all time, is that you have access to things that other kids don't, right? And that has definitely helped him become as good as he is. Um, But, like, I don't think he'll immediately go to being average as soon as everybody else gets access to stuff, because, like, that doesn't mean, that doesn't suddenly mean he's not going to have access. There will be dudes who get access to it, who, like, it's going to jumpstart, you know, their development. But, like, that's not suddenly going to make him a mediocre player. I'm, that I'm, said, not, I'm not saying it's going to make him a mediocre player. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, kids, him, they get this stuff, then he doesn't go down, but they just come up to him to a degree in terms of athleticism, something like that. Because remember, most of these kids is just what they are, kids. This man got a personal chef at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I mean, in I'm, fairness I'm to him, he's not the—he's not the only ranked kid who's like the kid of like an NBA player, or like a pro basketball Absolutely. player. But I, but I feel that way towards most of those kind of kids, though. Right? Hey, let, let me take this one, y'all. All right. So I really liked the 2023 class when they were younger. That was actually the first class that I really got into scouting with. I got them boys with eighth graders. So, Bron, the thing that makes Bronny different, his basketball IQ is really high. And for the longest, and because really good genetics, he was one of the taller, bigger guards early. So that's always kind of been like his bread and butter. That and the uh, IQ, the athleticism kicked in like kind of late. Like, he didn't really get it until, like, his sophomore year, and it, it clicked, like, like within a month. 
like he was doing a rim grazer. Then the next thing we know, he going between the legs with it. So the athleticism is there, and it's probably like maybe tier two in this class, where like he's not the upper crust athlete, but he's still gonna show you some stuff. I think the athleticism is gonna be on par with everybody else. Like he's gonna right. be an athletic guard. It's the defense. Ronnie locks Ronnie locks up. Like to me, projecting what I see from Ronnie right now, he not he should not be your starting point guard because he doesn't he's not fully a point guard yet. But his he probably about like six three, six four. You can bring him off the bench as your energy like change of pace guard. That's also going to lock up. And he can carve out a nice career at the next level. Like, he might be like a fringe all-conference dude by the time he leaves college. Like, he might even be able to get there by the end of the year. Right. Because he's going to catch up. And he has all, like, the other athletic tools. Like, he's, he's solid. He's just not great. And that's kind of the story with this class all over. Like, there's one dude that you can probably consider like has flashes of greatness, but he's still kind of raw in the game, and that's Isaiah Collier. Everybody else is like solid with really good tools. Like it's it's going to be a really it's going to be one of these classes with a lot of projects and a lot of kids with like high, not really high upside, mm-hmm. but they have defined roles. Like, this might not be a superstar, but you're going to be a real productive dude for the next 10, 12 years. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, because, once again, I'm just always curious about this, because not... You always see kids in high school that are more physically matured, I guess, um, mm-hmm. than other kids, than other, than other students, and other people their age, their peers, right? But then all of a sudden yeah. they get older and those other kids tend to fill out more because they had, once again, it's all about access and resources. So all of a sudden, as soon as certain other kids get access and resources, right? Because LeBron is uh, playing against top tier prep school talent. But all the time, there are these kids in these little podunk towns and cities that you've never heard before. All of a sudden go to college because they got scouted from whatever team. They go to college. All of a sudden they... Oh, who's who's this guy? You know what I mean? And those guys sometimes those guys catch up physically, and they you know they make other dudes look normal. Now the other dudes go to the you know they get to the league. Then the league is where people really start to show out. So I'm just like I'm always curious about you know Bronny because Bronny because Bronny's the the one right now. But I'd also say the same thing kind of about. Carlos Boozer's kids, and I wonder. Oh no! Too. No, Cam is. No, the other one. Cam not, was... not, not the five star number one, the Canadian guy. He's a little different. The other one, though. Uh, the other one he, looks very he basic. He's going to convince people, like, bro, like when his thing. Think of a Duke point guard, not like these new age Duke point guards. I'm talking about early on, where you just. You mass steady, and you just know how to play. Okay. That's that's his game. His game is 
is like super. He's not gonna get love for it right now because it's a really smart. So game. he's kind of like he Tyus has... Jones. Tyus Jones with stupid athletic bursts. Like I have seen. Like he he's gonna play real slow, but you get him on a cut, different type of athlete. And it's like, oh, that's the flashes. I think right now, he's either gonna have to build his confidence or like his energy, just may be that of a dude who's super cool. Like I'm, I'm calm. I'm gonna make sure everybody eat. I'm gonna get my little 16 points a game because I'm gonna have these bursts throughout the quarter, and I'm gonna control the game. Like I, I seen him dismantle a team with three, <clears throat> with three high major guard, well high major players. One of them was a McDonald's All-American for Kansas this year. Like, maybe had two turnovers, and they was pressing him, and they had a lot of athletes. Mm. And he was just like, this is, no, this is my game. This is my pace. This is how we going to play. Like, he's, he going to come around late. People just going to look a little crazy. Okay, I was wondering, I was wondering, shoot, never mind that shoot, okay, I was wondering, shoot. Yeah, man, you look, you, you know me, I'm, I like what I see, he's a big point guard, too, I think people be forgetting that, that kid gonna end up being probably like 6'6", six, because six. he's 6'4", six, 6'5", six, now, like, giant point guard, that know how to play the game, that's an NBA player. Yeah, just like me. Mm, you know, drugs again. That's cool, bro. My knees hurt. All right, but <laughs> I don't know. That's that's good for me. Sure, that's good for me too. I don't got nothing else to say. Right, okay, then. Well, that's, let's wrap it up. That's perfect timing. I made it to my destination, so this works perfectly. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Traveling Hoopers podcast. Even though I have been a disembodied voice, I am your host, Alan Pettigrew Jr. And in front of me are my two best friends in the world, and they're going to sign off for me. Once again, right, I'm Calvin McGowan. It's always a pleasure. Uh, listen to us on, like, if you join us from YouTube, thank you for sticking with us to the end. Like, share, subscribe, and something in the comments. You can listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week, and I hope the Grizzlies win this game tonight. <laughs> My name is Philip Dixon. Uh, for comments' sake, I hope they do too. Uh, yeah, just follow me on everything. You feel me? Uh, if you don't know what you don't know what to put to follow me on, go to a previous podcast, listen to that entire thing, and hear it there because more views, more money. <laughs>